0: Podcasting is an incredibly equitable form of knowledge distribution. Allowing people to get the same information at the same time in the same way is an incredibly powerful way to empower everyone across the organization. Welcome to Want to Work There, a podcast that explores what really makes a company a great place to work. I'm your host, Jill Falska, and together we'll explore not only what goes into building a great company culture, but also exactly how to implement those best practices within your own workplace. If you're here, you believe that a better world of work is possible and I can't wait to build it together. Let's go. Hello, friends, and welcome back. Today, I am gonna get out my proverbial crystal ball and share with you a prediction that I have about the future of internal communications. Now, before I give you that, some of you are wondering what in the world internal communications has to do with being a great place to work. And I cannot stress enough how intertwined those two things are. The words we use and the way we use them have an impact And this is why it's such a crucial component when people are thinking about how are we shaping people's beliefs, attitudes, mindsets, ways of being focus, decision making, all of these things within an organization are all impacted by the way we talk about things, about how we communicate things, about how we tell stories. And for this reason, I honestly cannot shut up about how important I think it is for organizations to start an internal podcast. Yes, that's right. The person who you are currently listening to on a podcast is advocating that your company starts its own. A little meta, but I hope you'll stick with me because there are six really crucial reasons that I think every company should have a podcast. I'm going to take you through those today in the hopes that you start to see what potential a podcast has for being a central source of communication when most of us are working in a remote and hybrid environment. My hope is that I can help you start to see what the impact could be of starting this within your own company And that hopefully, once I get you on board, you also have some great data to go and make a business case to whoever you need to in the organization, whether that is your CEO or your founding team, executive leaders, the marketing department, whoever you need to convince that this is a great tool to invest in. I want you to have the tools and the verbiage that you need to be able to make that case. So, with that said, let's dive into the six reasons that I really strongly believe internal podcasting is the future of internal communications. The first, and I would argue, potentially one of the most important reasons that podcasting will be the future is that storytelling matters. I already kind of touched on this in the beginning of the episode, but storytelling has incredible power when it comes to helping people see and experience different points of view, different perspectives, different ways of being. And that is the first reason that having an internal podcast is so incredibly powerful. Let's start with an example. So have you ever had the chance to hear either the founder of your company or the founder of a company explain why they started it? If you have, it's Magical. You can really feel the passion that existed during the launch. Then you feel their pain as they explain the setbacks that have happened, and you end up celebrating the times that they persevered with them. No one can tell that story like the founder can. And if you're employee number five, you probably got some version of that founding story from the founder themselves, likely over a coffee or a dinner. They were trying to sell you on the vision and get you on board. Now, if you're employee number 500, it's more likely that you've honestly never heard the story. And if you have, it's probably like one slide with a picture of the founder that was presented to you by HR as part of your onboarding. So just think about that, the difference in how you would feel if you heard the story from the founder because you were employee number five. Or you got a one-slide version from HR because you're employee number 500. It's really clear that if you're that employee early on who's getting the story direct from the source, you are way more likely to be bought in, to be engaged, to see how what you bring to the table is going to help move that vision forward versus being that later employee who sort of hears that story as part of an onslaught of information and doesn't really make that same emotional connection that an early employee did. That is the power of storytelling. It is the ability to draw someone in. It is the ability to make a connection, to help them see and live your experience through your own words. And it's an incredibly powerful thing. Storytelling is embedded in everything a podcaster does. And it's one of the reasons why I think podcasting is going to be so crucially important moving forward. The ability to bring a story to life via audio versus writing an email or having a slide in a presentation is absolutely night and day. And it's an impact that's only going to become more and more important as we are not sitting together in offices. That brings me to reason number two podcast content is evergreen and it really will allow your team to work smarter, not harder. For those of you who aren't in marketing, this may be a new term to you. So let me explain it a little bit further. Basically, if content is evergreen, it means that it's continually relevant and it stays fresh for readers or in our case, listeners over a long period of time. This is important because in the world of remote and hybrid work, content is queen. Documentation becomes one of the most important tools you have in building a cohesive, engaged, and supported team when you're not sitting in an office together. So companies who've been working remotely for years know this and go above and beyond to build systems that are focused on how do we create content that is not only accessible, but engaging. Well, podcasting allows you to do that. And it allows you to do that in a way that is scalable because you're capturing the content once and then allowing it to live on as new employees come into the organization. So let's go back to that founding story. So let's say we're all in agreement that the company founder can tell the story like no one else can. Period. Hard stop. Now, Imagine you are HR trying to convince said founder to block 30 minutes every week to tell that story to that week's new hires. Not saying I've been there or anything, but maybe. (laughs) Okay, I have been there. And I can tell you that your odds are very slim to none that the founder, although they are invested, is going to find 30 minutes to tell that story every week. Now, Imagine if you asked the founder to sit down and record the story once for a podcast episode. Not only would they likely say yes, but they're probably going to be excited. And now you have the story captured in the founder's own words without them having to dedicate 30 minutes every week to telling it. It's a win-win. This is what the power of podcasting can do. Now, of course, this extends far beyond the founder's story. There are so many things that you tell employees over and over again, whether it's things that you tell a new employee when they're being onboarded or pieces of information that just need to be relayed multiple times so that they really stick. How many of these things could be captured via a podcast? If you're anything like me, you can think of hundreds of these things that could be captured. This is what I mean by using the podcast to work smarter, not harder. As your team scales, you don't want to lose that human touch, especially if people aren't in an office together. But it's also really hard to commit people's time week after week to relaying the same information. By capturing it in an internal podcast, you have the ability to bridge that gap, keep it human, and ensure that your team's able to spend time on the things that are continuing to matter in the moment as you're growing. That brings me to reason number three. Having a podcast is an incredibly equitable form of information distribution. Knowledge hoarding has been a power move in organizations for centuries. Sometimes it's intentional because someone is withholding information to give themselves an advantage or feel powerful. Other times it's logistical. Say for instance, your coworker Katie was in the office. So you told her the big news about something on Wednesday, but now it's Friday and the rest of your team hasn't heard it because they weren't in the office. So they start to hear things through the grapevine and suddenly they feel less important or less in the loop than Katie. It wasn't intentional. You just were distributing information in the best way you could amidst a busy week but it can cause its own problems. And what I mean by equitable is that everyone has access to the same information at the same time in the same way. This is equally powerful because everyone doesn't have to be in the same room at the same time to get the information. Flexibility is a huge part of the future of work and it makes gathering people in the same room at the same time to distribute information really tricky. I know that you guys understand this because there is no question in my mind that whether small or large, you have at some point tried to disseminate some information and struggled to get everybody in the same room or on the same Zoom call to hear it all at once. When you have a podcast, you don't have to fall back on what's best for the majority, which is the tendency that most of us have. You know, if we're trying to schedule a meeting with 10 people and eight can make it at one time, but two can't, you're going to go with the time that eight can make it. With a podcast, you can share the information at the same time to everyone and then allow people to prioritize as they need and as they can and access the information at the time that's best for them. I also know that from an equitable perspective, podcast creation drives a better culture of transparency because it makes it easier for leaders to disseminate information to everyone. This is an equitable practice because oftentimes leaders only have limited time in the day and they tend to disseminate information to those that they have time with. Not because more people shouldn't know it or because they don't care about people having the information, but it's just what's easiest for them to do. And through that either comes broken games of telephone where information isn't articulated in the same way to the next group of people with which it's shared, or it becomes a game of, again, control, knowledge, hoarding, power, all of these things that can happen and are human instinct. So having a podcast and the ability to disseminate information to everyone in the same way is an incredible gain for equity within your organization. All right, so let's recap the first three reasons why having an internal podcast is a great, great thing for you to start thinking about and investing in now. Number one is that storytelling matters. There is no better way to tell stories than podcasting. Number two, having a podcast allows you to create evergreen content, which allows your team to work smarter, not harder. And number three, podcasting is an incredibly equitable form of knowledge distribution. Allowing people to get the same information at the same time in the same way is an incredibly powerful way to empower everyone across the organization. All right, are you sold on starting an internal podcast? I certainly hope you already are, but I still have three more reasons why you should highly consider making the investment. Being a great manager is hard, like really hard. I used to preach that it was every company's duty to provide management training for their entire team. But then I became a director of people and culture for a SaaS startup and realized just what kind of barriers were in the way. Design the training in-house, I could never find the time. Hire a third party to come and teach it. Sure, but then I'd need to re-engage them every time a new manager joined, and I just didn't have the budget for that kind of long-term engagement. In my head, I envisioned the startup version of management training, a self-led, reusable program that consisted of audio lessons, thoughtful exercises, helpful templates, and an internal facilitation plan for cohort-style learning. So I built it. And it quickly became apparent that I wasn't the only person looking for a more cost-effective, scalable solution. If you also fall into that camp and want to learn more, you can visit wanttoworkthere.com backslash management training. That's wanttoworkthere.com backslash management training. All right, let's get back to the show. Let's go on to reason number four which is that a podcast lets people get away from their screens. I am a huge proponent of getting people away from screens, so much so that I actually have a Calendly scheduling tool and in it, when you choose how to have a meeting with me, you select whether you want to have a Zoom call and meet face-to-face, or as I put it, if you'd like to have a good old-fashioned phone call so that you can step away from your desk. Now, I would say that 80% of people still choose the Zoom option, but I personally get really happy when people choose the phone call option because it means that I don't have to be on camera, but I also love connecting with people on these calls because nine times out of 10, when they choose phone as the option, they are out walking and it makes me so, so happy. They always say things like, oh, this is the first time I've been able to get away from my desk all week. Oh, it's so nice out. I'm so glad I'm getting the chance to step outside and get some fresh air. It genuinely always makes people happy. And so it's always a reminder to me that we live in such a screen connected world. Any chance that people have to get away from being in front of their computers is a really welcome and positive thing. Podcasting allows people to do just that. They can step away from their computer, go for a walk while they're listening, throw in some laundry, or take some dishes out of the dishwasher. Maybe it even just means that they're sitting in their comfy chair with the sun streaming in through the window. Whatever it is, it's allowing your mind and your eyes a rest from the screens that we are so good at surrounding ourselves with on a day-to-day basis. If that's not a reason to invest in a type of communication, I don't know what is. Well, maybe number five, which is that podcasting has this ability to scale relationship building and connection in a way that email will never allow. So one of the most common challenges I'm hearing from employers today is that the team is feeling disconnected. It's often that the team is feeling disconnected now that we're not in the office, and as crazy as it sounds, an internal podcast is one way to solve for that. And I would argue it's even a better way than trying to add another remote happy hour or some sort of after hours function that people are encouraged to engage with. Now, some of you are questioning how in the world a podcast strengthens relationships because it's a one-way medium. I am talking to you right now, you are listening, but I want you to think about either a podcaster or a celebrity of which you've said, we would totally be friends in real life, or I feel like I really know them. Maybe it's just me. I don't think it is because I've had this conversation with friends. But there are absolutely podcasters that I listen to, celebrities who I follow that I really feel like I know them, and I am convinced that we would be great friends in real life. Maybe there's even some of you who've been listening to this podcast and feel like we'd be great friends in real life. That is the power of storytelling via podcast. Specifically, it's the power of hearing someone's voice. This same principle could apply to your team to coworkers who have never met because they live in different cities, or even leadership team members that new employees haven't gotten a chance to interact with. There is a power in hearing other people's stories from them, and it's a power that podcasting makes really easy. There is just something so powerful about putting a voice and a story to a name. So Suddenly, you know, it's not just Jamie from customer service. It's Jamie from customer service who has a family with three kids and they all go boating on the weekends. And he just loves the fact that he gets to disconnect and be on the water. And you're starting to think, you know what? Jamie and I would really get along because I love to be on the water. You know, maybe that water is the ocean versus his lake back in the Midwest. But you still know that feeling that Jamie has when he gets time to sort of be out in nature and connect with his family. And so imagine, yes, this seems like a trivial thing, but now Jamie is real to you. You connect with Jamie on an empathetic level. You feel like you sort of know Jamie. And the next week he sends over a priority bug request for a client that is super important to him. Now, as a developer, bug requests aren't your favorite. You would much rather be developing new features. But because you feel connected to Jamie, you are more willing to put aside the work that you have that day and prioritize something that you know is important to him and to his success within his role. This type of dynamic can play out in so many ways when we start to make team members more human to each other. And it's only one of many ways that building more relationship through storytelling can be a really impactful tool within your organization. In the same way that a podcast facilitates this relationship building, it also facilitates connection because so much of connection has to do with being in the know. One of the arguments that's often made about culture being stronger when we are in an office is that we are overhearing things that are going on. We're staying in the know. We're learning things as we go through our day and walk through the halls. But a podcast can do that same thing for you when you have a remote or hybrid workforce. It gives you the opportunity to Share things that are happening and make sure that everybody is in the know, which ultimately leads to people feeling like they are connected not only to each other, but to the strategy that you have, to the progress that you are making within the business, and to how the work that they are doing themselves is helping move the organization forward. You do not have to be in an office for relationship building and connection to happen. And an internal podcast is an incredible way to intentionally create this for your team. I am hoping that at this point, you are ultimately sold on this idea of an internal podcast of what it could do for you and your team and how they stay informed and connected. That said, I still have one last reason that I believe internal podcasting is the future of internal communication. And this one is specifically for the CFO. That's right, an internal podcast ultimately saves you money. And there's a couple different reasons for this. First and foremost, the cost to entry for setting up an internal podcast is quite low. There is a very small fee for hosting, there is some equipment that will need to be purchased, and an on-ramp for learning to the team members who are running the podcast themselves. But at the end of the day, it's not a huge financial investment. And the benefits that you're going to see from the podcast itself far, 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 far outweigh the cost that you would put in to getting one started. I would also argue that it's much more accessible and cost-effective than video, and video is another great way for you to communicate and build bridges between teams who are remote and hybrid. That said, it's not as easy to produce. It takes a little bit more time and intention and is ultimately just more costly than setting up a podcast. Not only are you saving money in the implementation and the setup, but you're also going to be saving an incredible amount of time once you've put in the upfront investment. You're now going to have resources that employees can listen to instead of needing to hear directly from a team member every time they get onboarded. You are going to have learning and development programs that can scale and don't need to be led by an instructor every time around you're ultimately going to have a depth of content that you can pull from and keep people engaged and informed without having to have one-on-one conversations every time you need someone to learn something. That time-saving is huge, especially when you are scaling an organization. Anyone who has been through that growth stage knows how important time is, even over money. You can always throw money at a problem, but there never seems to be enough hours in the day. And having a podcast is going to give your team so much more time back in their day, which is honestly one of the best gifts you can give any team who is in the middle of growth. And last but not least, it's going to save you money because I guarantee you that having an internal podcast is going to lead to increased engagement. And that ultimately means less turnover. We all know that retention is a huge issue for companies of all sizes and stages. And putting time and investment into creating a podcast that helps drive connection, that helps drive purpose, that helps drive understanding at an individual and an organizational level is going to pay off dividends. Short of an actual spreadsheet with numbers, I don't think there is a better way to make a case to anyone who is concerned about the finances of starting this venture. It is a no-brainer to me and I hope that I have convinced you of the same. All right, so let's recap all six reasons why I think that internal podcasting is the future and is something that you should highly, highly consider starting sooner rather than later. Number one, storytelling matters, and this is the perfect way to tell your company stories. Number two, internal podcasts are evergreen, and it will allow your team to work smarter, not harder, especially as you're scaling. Number three, having an internal podcast is an equitable form of knowledge distribution, and you cannot put enough emphasis on that in a remote and hybrid work environment. Number four, it gets people away from their screens, and you really can't argue with that. Number five, it scales relationship building and connection, and there is nothing I am being asked more about by companies who are looking to enhance this now that their teams are not on site together. And number six, it will save you money, period. This is an investment that is absolutely worth making. All right, well, I hope that you now understand my undying devotion and passion and nonstop conversation about companies really thinking about and investing in an internal podcast. If you are now on team podcast at your company and are starting to think about what types of content you would want to have on the podcast, then I am happy to share that is exactly what I am going to be talking about two weeks from today. So tune in. I am going to go through the five types of content that I think you should invest in first when creating an internal podcast, and it will give you the perfect roadmap on where to start. Until then, keep doing the work. Your mission matters. And I am so grateful, as always, that you tuned in and are passionate about building a better world of work. This show was brought to you by wanttoworkthere.com and the incredible team at Podcasting for Creatives. No individual or company acting alone can change our societal beliefs about work. But together, we can create a new normal. If you like this episode, please consider passing it on to one or two people who share your passion for creating a better world of work. And until next time, please know I see you, I believe in you, and keep going. The work you're doing really matters.